Alrighty, guys, what is going on? Welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. I hope you're doing well. Uh, today should be July 5th when this comes out because I'm recording this at 6.18 on July 4th wearing my Lamborghini hat, which, by the way, for those who don't know, at some point in my life, I will be owning a Lamborghini whenever that is. I'm not sure when that's going to be, but it will happen. Everyone looks at me like I'm absolutely, utterly insane. And, like, I will literally go back and forth with the few people in my life that I do actually talk to you about this. But especially my father, he's just like, what are you what, what are you talking about? You're going to buy a Lamborghini. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to happen, like, eventually. He's like, I, okay, Eric, you know, okay, cool, whatever. And he just kind of moves on. But, like, I don't, I don't think he actually understands that. I'm actually going to own one one day, so, but, uh, yeah, that's my little rant so far, but, uh, but yeah, so I hope you guys are doing well, happy 4th of July, like I said, I'm recording this at 619, now it is on 4th of July, and I don't really mean to toot my own horn, and I don't think this is good or bad, but this is what I will say about myself, I really do live this life, and what I mean by that is, like, I'm here, 630, on a Saturday night, on July 4th, I'm recording a podcast, I do not go out like and I'm not saying going out is bad. You should have work life balance. But my thing is anybody who really wants to dedicate their life to something and really wants to see things come to fruition, there's going to have to be some points of unbalance. And I I don't even want to say sacrifice because I don't to me, I don't personally believe that I am sacrificing anything. I love every single second of what I do every single day. And like, yeah, it's it's 6.30 on July 4th and I'm not going to be going out after this to see fireworks or hang out with friends or go to a barbecue or whatever that may look like. But to me, that that doesn't bother me. Like I'm stoked right now to be doing this podcast. I'm absolutely thrilled. Like I want to break down the calorie deficit for you. And and like, I just want to make that clear because sometimes I think you can feel and this, I'm relating this to fitness, but I think you can feel that like, oh my God, I'm counting my calories. Oh my God. Like, you know, I really have to get up early and work out. Like it really feels like I'm dedicating a lot of time to this. And just like, just to let you know, like you are not the only one, like I not, not only fitness. Cause I mean, I still do that to this day, but I mean, again, it's, I'm going to reiterate one more time. It's six 30 on Saturday, July 4th, and I am here recording a podcast. So like sometimes there's going to be points of unbalance in your life and and just know that it, it probably won't last forever. You know, you probably won't have to count calories every single day for the rest of your life. I would hope not because that would be absolutely insane. But, you know, for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, whatever it looks like for you, like, yeah, you might have to be weighing out your food on a food scale. You, you might have to be putting your, you know, your food into my fitness pal. You might have to actually buckle down and make sure you stick to your three time a week or four time a week, you know, strength training program. Like that may be a bit unbalanced, but all the work is to find balance. Like you count your calories to find a balance. Like you, you, you make sure you stick to a workout plan ruthlessly to make sure you work that balance into your life. Because if not, I can tell you right now, not watching your food at all, that's not balance. Not working out at all, that's not balance, right? So it's like there's going to be times where where things are not balanced. And I think that's okay. I think everyone looks for the the perfect work-life balance or the perfect exercise balance. And like there's something to be said for balance, sure, but like there's also something to be said for just just buckling down and, and putting in some work and just – Again, I don't like the word sacrifice because, uh, again, for me, it doesn't feel like I'm sacrificing anything. But even for the people who are feel like they sacrifice something, like 
you know what, sometimes that has to happen to be able to get to a point of balance. So that's kind of my uh, my psychology 101 for the day. But let's get into breaking down the calorie deficit because I get so many questions. The more and more people I reach, I get so many questions on the calorie deficit. And people just have – they just don't know what it is. And it's not their fault. It's not anyone else, and It's not anyone else's fault. It's the mainstream media's fault. But it's no one's fault because they don't know. And I want to make this video kind of breaking down what exactly is a calorie deficit, how do you get there. And the one thing I hear all the time is – and I'm just going to dive right in. I hear all – I tell people a calorie deficit is is – Calories are just energy, okay? A, a calorie is a unit of measurement of energy. So a calorie deficit is just meaning you are eating less calories, aka taking in less energy than what your body is burning, okay? So you, you're eating less calories than the, than the amount of calories your body is burning. The automatic get back I get from that is, well, how do you know how many calories your body's burning? Like that is always the first question. And my response is, and it's kind of short-sighted, but again, like I think I talked about this in the last podcast, but when I only have 100, and, 100 characters to go back at somebody on TikTok, like I can only say it so much. But my response is don't worry about how many calories your body's burning. Just worry about the calories you are eating. And what I mean by that is I mainly mean through exercise because most people think that, oh, okay, I have to burn X amount of calories through exercise a day to make sure I hit my calorie deficit. That's not how this works at all. And again, we're going to go into that, but that is actually one of the least most important things when it comes to being in a calorie deficit is how many calories you burn through exercise. That is, just, it's just, it's just not that serious. It's, it's not going to make that big of a difference. But, uh, so let's kind of dive in. I want to cover like, you know, how many calories does your body burn? There's something called your BMR and this is your basal metabolic rate. This just means if you were to lay in bed all day, not even blink, not even open your eyes, not reach over to check your phone, literally do nothing. This is how many calories your body burns at rest, your basal metabolic rate. That is what your body burns, how many calories, how much energy your body uses just from laying in bed all day, just from being alive. Okay, so how do you find this? There are multiple different equations that you can you can literally just type up Google, you know, BMR, you can type in your you can type in your weight, your height, all these kind of things, but the main thing is is yes, you can find an equation online, but here's the thing, everybody is so individual that if your BMR says, you know, if you plug all your stuff in and it says 1800, you might be 2000 or you might be 1600. But the point being, that's a very, very good starting point. Because here's the thing, somebody who weighs two, 200 pounds, but has, but is, you know, 20% body fat is going to have a different BMR than somebody who weighs 200 pounds and is 35% body fat. Because the person who has 20% body fat has more muscle mass on their body. The person who has more muscle mass on their body, they are going to burn more calories than the person who has less muscle mass. These calculations don't take this into consideration. But again, it's, it's less about being perfect. It's more about just getting to a point where you can kind of get started. And, and, and everyone looks for the perfect equation, the perfect calorie amount. You are just simply, that is, that's not going to happen. You're not going to find that. What you can do though is start somewhere, try it for two, three, four, five, six weeks and see what happens. If you, if you do it and you lose weight, cool, you're, you're at a perfect spot. But if you do it and you're not losing weight, cool, you might have to either A, track better, track food better, or B, lower your calories because you might have a, a, a lower BMR, right? So the thing is, leading to the next point, the BMR is just not the thing because obviously we don't just lay in bed all day, right? Like we get up, we do podcasts, we do, you know, you go to work, you play with your kids, you, you make breakfast, you do laundry, you, you move during the day. So what you have to do is you take your BMR 
and then you're gonna have to multiply it by an activity level factor. Now, here's the thing. Again, people's minds automatically go to, okay, well, if I do more cardio and I do more workouts, I'm gonna burn more calories and that activity level factor is gonna go up. Not the case at all. It's just not the case. If you are, if you work a desk job and you work out three, four, five times a week, you are actually technically pretty sedentary. Like that, like you're doing maybe four to five hours of exercise a week. As far as activity level, as far as you know, finding your calorie deficit number, that's actually pretty sedentary. And what most people, I'm saying this because what most people do is they overestimate this activity level factor. They're like, well, I do cardio and I do workouts, so I must be burning a ton of calories. It, that's just it's just not the case because you're and on a very very side note I've said this a million times but please do not eat back the calories you burn through exercise because your Fitbit your Garmin your Apple Watch do not accurately track calories correctly it overestimates by fifty percent so if you're if it says you burn five hundred calories you really only burn probably 200, 250 calories okay like there's multiple studies out there on this you can look up I think it's Stanford has a great study on this but. Don't do that. That's, that's a big no-no, okay? So beyond that, most people overestimate their activity level factor. Now, if you are, say, a nurse who works four nights a week and you're always on your feet and, and you work out three to four times a week or if you're a waitress and you know, you're know you going back and forth, moving all night, your activity level is probably higher because you are getting more steps in. You are doing more things throughout your day. You're more active than somebody who has a desk job. Um, so uh, most of the time, I would take your BMR in times between 1.2 and 1.3, maybe 1.4, but that's if you're very, very, very active, and most people are not, including myself. I'm, I'm not that, right? So I would take your BMR, let's just, say, let's just say 1,800 calories, and you times that by 1.2. What this does is this is your maintenance calories, okay? So there's three different things, calorie deficit, calorie maintenance, and calorie surplus. A calorie deficit obviously is for you to lose weight, maintenance is for you to maintain your weight, and a surplus is for you to gain weight, okay? So when you take your BMR and times it by 1.2, that is your maintenance calories. So what you would do from here is now you know, okay, whatever 1,800 times 1 1.2 is, I don't know what that is, so I'm, I'm not, I don't have my phone, I'm not going to do math on my hand, but um, you would take that number, let's just say it's 2,300. What you would do from that point is you would take 2,300 and minus 500. So 2,300 minus 500 brings you back to 1,800. That is your calorie deficit. That is what your number should be for you to eat that many calories and lose weight. And, and again, there's different calculations out there for this, all these kind of things. You can do that. You can take your BMR, times it by 1.2, 1.3. That is going to give you your maintenance calories, and then you subtract from there. And that is that is going to give you a, a, a either less aggressive or more aggressive calorie deficit. Okay, So if you subtract by 200, that's a less aggressive deficit than, than subtracting by 500. Okay, So either way, it's still a calorie deficit, but the rate at which you will lose is going to differ. I'm going to cover that later, but that's one way. There's also two different ways you can do it, which is a bit more simple. If you don't really want to go into all of that is there's just two equations I use that have just worked well for every single person I've ever given it to. You can do your goal body weight times 10. And here's the thing. If you weigh 230 and your goal weight's 130, do not use 130 as your goal weight. Like, please do not do that. Because that's going to give you 1,300 calories. That's going to be insanely way too low. Not because you won't lose weight on it, because you won't be able to stick to it and maintain it. You're going to be over-restricting yourself. You're going to be over-restricting your food. So I wouldn't do that. What I would do is if you weigh 230 right now, I would take 200 as your goal body weight and then multiply that by 10. 
and that's 2,000 calories. That can be your calorie deficit right there. And that's just a very, very quick, simple bam. Goal body weight times 10, you can get your number. And again, please do not use some crazy number like 120 or 130 pounds. That's going to be asinine. Don't do that. Set a realistic thing, and you can adjust as you as you get to that goal weight. Once you get to 200, cool, you can go to 170. Once you get to 170, cool, go to 150. And you can kind of keep doing that. Um, or you can take your current body weight and multiply it by anywhere between 8 to 12. So if you take your current body weight times 8, that's a more aggressive diet. If you take your body weight times 10, that's a more moderate diet. If you take your body weight times 12, that's a less aggressive diet. All of them are still going to be mainly probably in a deficit, but just the rate at which how aggressive it is is going to vary. So uh, so yeah, that that's what I would say as far as... You know, first of all, how many calories does your body burn? You can do your BMR times 1.2 to 1.3, or you can just take your goal body weight times 10, and again, pick a pick a reasonable goal body weight. That can be your calorie number, or take your current body weight times it by 8 to 12, anywhere in between 8 to 12. You can do 9, 10, whatever, and that can give you your um, – your, your calorie deficit. And again, all the numbers that you're going to get, whether it's, you know, whether you do take your, your BMR times your activity level factor and then minus that by say 500, that is going to be your calorie deficit. Or if you take your goal body weight times 10 or current body weight times, let's just say 10, all of those numbers are your calorie deficit. So I'm hoping this is making sense. I'm hoping you're following along because again, I am getting questions on this, but I'm hoping this is going to kind of help a little bit and if it if it doesn't if you have a question obviously keep listening to the podcast but you can feel free to reach out to me um so what i'm going to say next is okay so now we have our deficit let's just say our deficit is 1800 calories okay so let's just say our calorie deficit to lose fat what we want to aim for every single day is 1800 here's the thing that is going to give that that is your average for the day right but what really matters is what is your average for the week because here's the thing some days you can do higher calories, some days you can do lower calories. Now, very first and foremost, this is not a reason for you to go and binge on the weekend and over-restrict yourself during the week. That is an awful idea. Please don't do that. That's not that's not to say you can't like, you know, give yourself more of a cushion on the weekends or for example, one thing I love doing with my clients is giving my clients more calories on their strength training days. That is going to lead to more energy. That's going to lead to better workouts, better results long term because they can push themselves more. They have more energy. They can lift more weights. They can do more reps. That that is a reason to kind of go a high a high calorie day and a low calorie day. But again, as long as your weekly average is is 1800 that is what's going to matter so for example if you do 2000 calories on your strength training day and 1600 calories on your rest day you know you're take you're, you're adding 200 calories on on three days and you're subtracting 200 calories on on rest days so either way like you're going to average out at 1800 calories so that is the main thing so yes you can you can absolutely do you know 1800 calories every single day bam go for it cool or you can do some high days some low days the main thing I want to say with this too is you might go over one day and you know what? It's not that big of a deal. First and foremost, if you do go over your calories, that is not a reason to think you messed up. That is not a reason to think you need to over restrict the next day. It's just simply not because again, as long as your weekly average is in check, that is what's going to matter for you losing weight. So again, if, if you know that on Saturday you want to have a bit more calories Cool. Give yourself 400 more calories and take away 100 calories from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or whatever it is. That way, you can give yourself that buffer and still stay in your calorie deficit. And again, this is where I kind of go back to you can enjoy life. You can still have your favorite foods. You can still still do X, Y, and Z. As long as you are in your calorie deficit, you will lose weight. 
That's just the bottom line. That's how this works. And again, I covered the beginning, but it's just an energy balance equation. It goes back to, are you eating less calories than what your body is burning on a daily or more importantly, weekly basis? If that is the case, you are going to lose weight. It's not, it's, it's not like this up for debate thing. No, like that is going to happen. And I don't care, you know, I don't care what else is going on. If you do this, you are going to lose weight. Okay. So moving on to the next point. The, the reason I say, I said this earlier, don't take your goal body weight, don't make it 130. You need to be realistic and you need to be sustainable. Because yeah, you can cut your calories down to 1200, but here's the thing. If that means you are over-restricting all your favorite foods, if that means you can't go out and enjoy life, you are not going to stick to that calorie deficit. Therefore, I don't give a crap how fast you think you would lose weight. You're not going to lose any weight because you can't actually do the diet. You can't actually eat those calories consistently. This is not a game of like, oh, 1,200 calories for four days, sweet. That, you're not going to lose that much weight in that time. You need to do it for 30, 60, 90, 120, 180 days. And that's why it has to be sustainable because if it's not sustainable and if it's not enjoyable, if you don't enjoy the process of what you're doing, you are not going to see results. It is not going to happen. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. You, and, and, and I get this a lot too. People are like, oh my God, that's a lot of calories. When I say, you know, for example, goal body weight times 10. And let's just say you weigh 230 and I tell you take 200 times 10. That's 2,000 calories. People are like, whoa, 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 that's, that's a lot of calories. I should probably be doing 1,200 or 1,300. I'm not saying this to be mean, but I am telling you, if you weigh 230 right now, you are eating way more than 2,000 calories every single day. I, I, it, 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 again, it's not this to be mean. It's going back to this is an, this is an energy balance equation. Okay, you are you are not eating less calories than what your body burns. You are either eating the same amount of calories as your body burns or you're eating more calories than your body burns. So you're either maintaining your weight or you're gaining weight. If you are not losing weight, whatever number that you came up with during this podcast thus far or whatever number that this calorie deficit tells you, I guarantee right now you're eating more than that. Because if you weren't, you would be losing weight. Okay, so that's one big thing. And, and my plea to you is you have to try it. You have to give it a chance. And I don't mean a week or two weeks. You have to try whatever number that you've come up with thus far listening to this podcast. You have to take your calorie deficit and put that into practice for the next six weeks at least. And then from there, you have to be at least 80% consistent. That's, those two things are non-negotiable. I don't care what else you do. You can't come back and say, that was too many calories, this didn't work, da da da. Because if you're not at the very, very least 80% consistent, and honestly, I would like to be 90% consistent, but if you're not at least 80% consistent with whatever calorie amount that you that that you have come up with during this this podcast thus far, you don't know if it worked or not. You just don't. Because this <laughs> this shit just takes time. That, that's all there is to it. You you have to understand that this takes time. You have to just slow down for a little bit. You are not going to gain weight by eating whatever calorie amount I told you. It's impossible. That is a calorie deficit. You will lose weight. One of the biggest things I will say, though, is, and, and I've gotten this from a few people thus far, you have to make sure you are tracking your calories accurately. I'm going to link, honestly, this this article should be ranking like the top in Google. I don't know why it's not. It will soon. Don't, don't worry. But this is one of the best articles I've ever written, and it is literally going over the biggest calorie counting mistakes because... You could think you're eating 1,800 calories, but you're forgetting two or three things, and really you're eating 2,400 calories. Like that happens all the time. 
every single day. I talk to so many people and I send them this article and they're like, oh, holy crap. Like I wasn't taking into consideration my olive oil. Okay. I was actually not weighing my food out. Okay. I was using a, a tablespoon instead of weighing it out on a food scale. All those things make a difference. Okay. So I, I, I mean, like I said, you have to try for six weeks at be at least six, eight, 80% consistent, more likely to 90, but, and then you also have to make sure you're counting correctly. This is a, this is a non-negotiable. You have to do this. And again, if, if you do these two things, I, <laughs> I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care if you're going through menopause. I don't, I, I don't care. You will lose weight. You will see results. And you will come back and be like, oh, shit. All right. Like, okay. He kind of was right. All right. So I, I don't need you to do that, but I need you to do it to see results. Okay. So, guys, I hope that covered the calorie deficit. I hope, I hope you understand, you know, how many calories your body burns, how many, how many calories you need to eat, what your calorie deficit is. If you have a question, please feel free to shoot me a message, you know, leave it here in the comment section of the podcast or shoot me an email or shoot me a DM wherever you follow me at. But, uh, but yeah, I hope this helped you. And if, again, if you have a question, reach out, but, uh, we will talk soon. Hope you had a happy 4th of July weekend and, uh, yeah, that's all I have for you guys. Cool.